0: Welcome back to Rust of success and not even sure what episode this is actually of course last week uh, or two weeks ago it turns out talked about consistently here I go again being inconsistent Um, I was actually away on a work trip last week uh, preparing that last Friday when I wanted to release one Uh, I was preparing to get ready to go hop on a plane and head down to North Carolina uh the end of October is going to be super busy going to Denver and Vegas for work trips as well. Um so I'm going to make these as I can and instead of, you know, being super hard on myself uh when Friday comes around and that is a busy day. I should what I should be doing is planning um recording some of these as I have the time earlier in the week and then release them on Friday. Um I haven't found quite found that rhythm yet with all the things that have been going on with work. Um, some of the properties that I own and manage, um, everything's gotten super busy. So that's yeah, really no excuse to not be able to find 20 or 30 minutes to sit down and, and um, talk. But in in the absence of doing this the last two weeks, I have been writing a lot more. So um, you know, the whole purpose of this right now is to just give myself an opportunity to speak about the things that I care about. And when I can't speak about them, I write about them. So. So far, that worked. If there's anybody who's consistently listening that's super, super, super uh, upset and missing the podcast because they look forward to it every week, let me know. Hold me accountable. Um, but for now, um, you know, I'm really doing this just to be able to talk out some of the things that I'm thinking about. Um, and I've been thinking more and more about persuasion. Uh, it seems like people are very easily. Persuaded for a very short period of time. Excuse that. That's just my sort of work chat uh, firing in the background here. But persuasion is something that is extremely important, but kind of carries a bit of a negative connotation. Um, It's not something that should. You should always look to improve your persuasive skills um, we're constantly persuading in our everyday lives, whether it's, you know, trying to convince a family member this is what we should have for dinner tonight, or a friend this is where we should go out tonight, um, this is the sports team you should like. We're in every conversation, every argument, every advertisement. We're constantly trying to persuade. So it's a big part of our our culture, and it's not necessarily a bad part of our culture. I guess it just matters, um, you know, it's that whole, that old saying, it's not the tool, it's the person that uses the tool or something like that. I butchered that, but you get the idea. Um, persuasion can be used for good. Persuasion can also be used for bad. Um, so, you know, how can you use persuasion for good? How can you use persuasion to get to where you want to go? How can you use persuasion to get others uh, to be on board with the places that you want to go? Because this is something that I find super difficult um, you know, I have all these big goals and these big dreams. I like to jump right into things uh, and experience it for myself. And it's sometimes I have to do some persuading. Uh, it's basically how I got my first couple of rental properties. Um, first, I had to persuade my family that I did enough research and I wasn't crazy. So they wouldn't, you know, they never, they would never kick me out of the house. But you know, you can tell when somebody in your family doesn't support you. Um, I had to persuade them, you know, that I knew uh, everything that I was talking about and till they were comfortable and confident enough to, um, you know, just make it a part of everyday life. So now I go home and talk about it and I'm like, yeah, you can deal with it It is what it is. Um, so that, that, took persuasion. I had to come sit down. I had to show them the numbers and, and why the math checks out, how it checks out, all that kind of stuff. Um, and they put their faith in me. So I basically was able to persuade them to understand and to, accept sort of that taking that first step. And you, you probably do it every day. It's, it's, it could be really subtle. Like I said, just like, this is what we should have for dinner tonight. And this is why, um, and it could be something a little bit bigger, like, you know, starting a business or buying real estate or making any kind of investment. But it is one of the most misunderstood words in culture. Um, and I don't know if this would be around the world. I can speak to the American culture cause that's what I've lived in. But I know when you go to different countries, um, things are viewed quite differently, um, but I think when you think about persuasion, you think of like cheap car salesman, scummy guy, uh, just trying to pull one over your eyes, something like that. Um, but when used good, persuasion is all about helping other people. Um, it's about convincing others to, you know, follow a similar or the same path as you are. Um, but you could tell how that could easily be put in the hands of somebody that has bad intentions. When talking about, you know, persuasion in the business life, this is something that every CEO, every executive, um, anybody who's ever had a, made a significant impact in a company, um, truly at any level, even the entry level positions, um, persuasion is a su- super important part of getting to that point. Uh, think about your last job interview. You had to persuade this individual, um, you know, to give you the job, to to offer you a position. Um, you have to do that through advertising yourself and marketing yourself, and being a good storyteller and being personable and a people person. Um, you really had to persuade them that I am the person that's right for this job. So that whole negative connotation that you might hold, the negative stereotype that you know persuasion is evil. I will completely wipe that away because if you're actively trying not to persuade and you're just trying to go along with what everybody else says, it's not necessarily how you're going to create change. Um, So as a little exercise, just try to try to persuade somebody to do something that you want them to do that they didn't previously want to do. Not nothing bad, obviously, but let's say you want I keep going back to dinner because this is a super easy example. Let's say you want chicken. Somebody else wants fish tonight for dinner. Work on. Providing you know context, facts, opinions, everything you can to try to persuade them. This is why we should have chicken tonight and not fish. Uh, And and use these moments as an exercise. Don't be don't be adversarial and don't don't get into a fight with this individual. But try to calmly and efficiently persuade somebody. uh, And and feel what that feels like when you do. When you when somebody says, you know what, you're probably right. You did your research, you did your homework, you thought this one through. This is, we maybe we should have chicken rather than having fish. Maybe it's going to be a little bit more difficult, something as simple as that. Somebody might just be like, okay, yeah, that's fine. But pick something that you can really work on and and try to work on those persuasive skills. Uh, I I think that could go a long way um, once you recognize that, hey, I just, you know, I believe in this. I believe we should have done this or had this. And I put up a good case for why we should, and it's actually paying off. And these, this is now we have other individuals who might look to me in the future to make certain decisions like this. So what are some of the things that you could do to be better at persuading others? Um, I think the first thing would be understanding why you're persuading somebody, or the topic itself. Having good uh, research surrounding the topic, um, because it all comes down to credibility. So if people don't find you a credible source, they're not necessarily going to listen uh, to you. They're not going to follow you. They're not. They're not going to care about you know why you're trying to persuade them or why you have, hold the opinion that you do. But, you know, if you do your homework, you know the facts, and you come across as, you know, like a a product or a subject matter expert, people will be much more willing to listen to what you have to say. And and that sort of sets the foundation to be able to, you know, pull them over and persuade them. Um, You also have to listen to their points that they're making. So, you know, you might say, hey, here's the fact, and they're not really understanding what that means, or they have another fact they want to throw back at you that might be contradictory, Um, you have to be able to understand what they're saying, listen to what you're saying, and acknowledge, hey, I hear you, here's what you're telling me, is that correct? If they say, yes, it's correct, then say, hey, okay, you're telling me this, what about this? Um, If you're not listening to what they're saying, nobody's going to follow you because you don't come across credible because you are not paying attention to counter arguments or any pushback that you might be getting. Um, Another thing that people who are really good at persuasion do is they kind of give the illusion that you're on the same playing field, if you will. Uh, So they find common ground. So they say, we disagree on 75% of what we're saying, um, but we do agree. Let's just make this clear. We do agree on this 25% of what we're saying. We do agree here, right? Okay. Well then maybe we're not so far off in our opinions. And then they kind of work their way backwards. So, you know, people who are really good at persuading find that, you know, what they have in common with the subject that they're talking about. So they're finding that common ground. um, And it's just makes you a little bit more persuasive when it comes time to making your case. You're not asking anybody to take a radical change or make a radical shift you're saying, Hey, we're basically right there. Why don't you just like take a couple steps this way? You know, it's something like that. Uh, you have to recognize, uh, this kind of goes back to listening. You know, if they're part of what they're saying are concerns or objections, you have to recognize those objections. Don't, don't come across, um, smug or don't illegitimize their concerns or their objections. Um, so if somebody says, well, you know, I don't think we should eat chicken tonight uh because i'm having a friend over and my friend is um you know vegetarian you might say something like hey i hear you that might be a little bit embarrassing Uh, that might be uncomfortable for them why are they vegetarian like is this a dietary choice is it because they don't like to eat meat they don't like to eat animals um you know is it vegetarian or is it vegan just getting a better understanding of their concerns and then you say hey well, I think we should have extra vegetarian options anyway. We are going to have a salad uh, with tofu as well, so maybe we should still have chicken because we'll also have this other option for your friend. How do you think they would feel about that? And that this sort of how you how do you think they would feel about that refers to having empathy and understanding. Um, you know, it's listening, addressing those concerns, and feeling and having that empathy. That's like the the holy trinity for uh, somebody who's good at persuasion. Um, so, you know, when they say something like, you know, I I feel you, that could be embarrassing for you, uh, like, like a little bit tone deaf, depending on the reason why they have those preferences. It could be, um, you know, I could be uncomfortable for them when everybody says, do you want a piece of chicken? And they have to tell people, hey, I don't really eat chicken for X, Y, and Z reason. I feel that and I understand that uh, and I'm really going to take that into consideration and I have and this is why I still think we should you know, have chicken at dinner, let's say. I've taken this dinner uh, analogy uh, super, super far, but I think it's kind of making the point that I want to make. Um, but the whole point of this is there's a way to be persuasive and it's important to be persuasive. And I think there's just too many people who who don't see the value in that they don't want to come across as if they're trying to convince you of something. Um, I think it's even worse when people just make statements, you know, blanket statements and this happens a lot in p- stuff like politics and s- social issues. People just say, well, this is the truth. And this is why it's the truth. That's it. And you must agree with me. Um, so there, what they're lacking you now, if you just listen to the last few things I talked about, about, you know, how to be a good persuasive speaker They're not finding common ground. They're not addressing concerns. They're not showing empathy for the other side of this argument. And both sides do this. If you want to split politics up into two sides, both sides do this. Nobody's really doing their research. Nobody's listening to the other side, finding common ground. Nobody's addressing those concerns. And nobody is, people are definitely not showing empathy. It's not, hey, hey, I understand, but I think this is the best way we should proceed. It's not how it is. It's you're wrong. You are X, Y, and Z no you are x y and z and you're incorrect and that's it so nobody's actually being very persuasive um, you know when it comes to something like this and i think this is why part of the reason why we're so divisive you know this is not like a not a political podcast but i think this goes so beyond politics i think this is just human nature and the way um, the way now that we've begun to treat each other it, it, we're not trying to persuade each other because persuasion comes backed with good listening, good research, finding common ground. People don't actually do these things. It's just shouting at each other. So for anybody that's listening that thinks that we're going to get somewhere the way we are right now, we're going to progress as a country, as a society, as a world, in our own lives, our families' lives, just throw that completely out the window. Because until we can learn how to be good at persuasion until we're ready to bear the burden of the research that it takes. Um, You know, we have to challenge our own beliefs. There are going to be certain things we're going to have to concede to that you might believe in. You might have to say, hey, I know that I really wanted chicken tonight for dinner. And maybe you're right. It's not the best thing tonight. But how about we have chicken tomorrow for dinner? You could still, you don't have to get your way all the time when you're being persuasive. But it's about uh, establishing yourself as a credible source and kind of an incredible authority source. So next time somebody says, what should we have for dinner? They're coming to you. You persuaded them to come to you to learn or to ask about, you know, what should we have for dinner tonight? So it's not necessarily that it needs to go your way every single time. But you should be looking to become a more persuasive figure in your life. Everything gets a lot easier. Um, I, I think I've somewhat positioned myself as a persuasive figure, um, especially, you know, like in my household, especially as I got older. Uh, my, my parents will come to me sometimes to ask me questions because they know that I've dealt with certain things before. They value my opinions because I do my research. I listen, try to find common ground. I address concerns uh, that they might pose or, or others in this situation might pose. Uh, and I do show a lot of empathy, and this is something that I used to not be good at. Um, I, I I was, you know, even when I wasn't great at showing empathy, I was able to do some persuading, but I was really missing that final piece, which is empathy. People could tell when I was speaking to them that I didn't actually care. Uh, and it wasn't until I started caring about others and about the world and about country and just everything. When I stopped caring about only myself and I started caring about other people, I became a lot more persuasive. And I guess that's part of the reason why I want to do this podcast and why I record these episodes is because I aim to persuade others to pursue the dreams that they want to pursue. This is called restless success for a reason. Uh, People who are listening to this are restless. They want There's something that they want and they're not achieving it yet, and they're not even pursuing it yet. So this is why I created this podcast. This is why I'd love to create, you know, a restless success brand, not just clothes brand, but a message and a meaning behind that brand. It's all about persuasion. And, and I guess that's why I'm here. You know, the more I talk, why do I keep this mic on? Why do I continue to record this and why do I post it? Yeah, I in the beginning of this podcast, I said that it's, you know for me to sort of talk out what I'm feeling. And as I'm talking out what I'm feeling, I'm realizing that it's to persuade other people, whether it's seven people or 53 people, is the most listeners I've ever had. Um, it's really to persuade people to take, to have a certain worldview, um, to, to take control of their own lives uh, and to do it in a way that is sort of humbling and, it takes time and teaches you all of the skills necessary to excel at life. I think that's why I'm here. Yeah. And I think about this a lot and I write about it a lot. And and, you know, it's not until I actually speak it out loud like this, which I don't get the opportunity to do so frequently because everybody just thinks I'm nuts. Um it's not until I have that opportunity to speak it out that I, you know, I'm hearing it and understanding um, you know, how big of a role persuasion plays in my life. Uh, and it should play a big role in your life too. So like I said, for the rest of this week, going into the weekend, uh, work on persuasion, work on those things that I had talked about, doing your research on the topic, listen to what somebody else has to say, find that common ground, address the concerns that they might be bringing up and, and tie that in, it all ties into being a good listener uh, and show empathy, show that you truly do care. And if you don't care, can you care? Think about it. Is it something that you really can care about? You're just too self-absorbed. You're too absorbed in your own world. You're too absorbed in making money, or having the most friends, or having the the, the best-looking girl on your shoulder, or whatever it is. Um, less of that. Think about more of. Think more about others. Show that empathy. Be persuasive. Make it a big part of your life uh, and see what good comes of that. I can't stress it enough. That, that that would have been a good place to sort of just end it. But I, I just can't stress enough. You have to start doing things for other people. That's the, that's the only way you'll be able to actually become persuasive as you grow. Um, you can't be doing things for yourself. People see right through that. People see directly right through that. Do things for others. You're going to question sometimes, why am I doing this? You know, I'm living my life. Why am I spending so much time, you know, working towards something for other people? Um, but but give it a try, and see how persuasive you do become when you say, "Hey, I'm. This is what I think will be best for everybody in this situation. Maybe I'm sacrificing a little bit of myself, but I think um, I think that this will be best for." everybody in our friend group, everybody in our family. I think it would be best if we did this tonight, if we did this activity together. Give it a try. Uh, Let me know how that goes at RestlessSuccessRadio at gmail.com. RestlessSuccessRadio at gmail.com. I'm still waiting for probably my second email of all time. I think uh, Anthony Berna, who I did the podcast with previously at school, I think his girlfriend emailed in one time, if I can recall correctly. Maybe even my girlfriend Maybe even she wrote in at some point. Well, I have not had a real entry from a person that's not real. Oh, there was a fake one. All right, forget about it. One of my friends also sent a fake one as if they were uh, an alumni. Super heartbreaking, really sad. But it kind of gave me a glimpse into uh, what it could be like, you know, if enough people listen to this. So uh, that was pretty cool. So yeah, uh, reach out, radio at gmail.com. Let me know what you think, how you're going to try to be more persuasive uh, moving forward and have a great rest of the week i'll talk to you soon bye